Speaking Logically is brought to you by ETF Logic, the leading provider of analytics and portfolio analysis tools for financial advisors. No information within this should be considered trading or investment advice. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Speaking Logically. My name is Scott McKenna, the marketing director here at ETF Logic. And today I am joined by Jacob Milliken, who's the managing member uh, at 9M Investments. Jacob, how are you today? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for coming on. I know you've been working with Andrew on the Logically platform and super excited to have you on as a client. And we wanted to talk a little bit about you and your business. So for our listeners, Jacob, can you tell us a little bit about 9M? Sure. Uh, I'm a state registered RIA uh, down in Texas. Um, my my focus of my firm is uh, small business, uh, particularly with the, the 401k plans and managing uh, the investments uh, within those plans. Um, and then I also do uh, individual clients as well. So, you know, managing portfolios and planning for them. Uh, big focus on uh, retirement and getting people to retirement and, you know, within retirement, uh, producing that income. Awesome. So when you're talking about clients who are, you know, planning for retirement, what are some of the ways or strategies that you use when, or, or look at when you're kind of constructing those portfolios for them? So, you know, when it comes to retirement accounts, you know, the, the biggest way I think they're, they're different is just your time frame. So you're typically working with, uh, you know, it's not next year, next six months, it's, 20, 25, 30 years, um, you know, and some obviously sometimes shorter, but uh, so, you know, at, at that, it's really about, for me, uh, just doing asset allocation, uh, having it fit, you know, the risk profile, um, but, you know, if they're further away, that's one of the big things that you you kind of work with people of like, this is how you, you feel, but we have time and, you know, we need to actually grow it at this point. And so, you know, having that conversation and, you know, with your platform kind of showing them some of the, the data on that um, can help be very helpful um, to help get them there. So, but, you know, with the retirement accounts, it's, it's all about the asset allocation. And then, you know, as you get closer to retirement, it's, it's a little bit more conservative. Uh, you know, we're trying to, and the other thing that I'm really trying to watch in retirement accounts is just general volatility. Um, Cause I, you know, obviously the markets are going to move one way or the other, especially over a long term. But um, if I can create funds within there th that they have to choose from that are less volatile than some of their peers, that could be helpful because then they're, they're less likely to make moves based on that volatility, uh, whether that be good or bad for that matter. Um, so, you know, again, it, when I'm going in with a, a small business and reviewing their accounts, it's just kind of one of those things that, you know, we're, we're trying to kind of hammer home every time of, this is why we're doing it. And again, this, one of the things I've been really excited with your platform is uh, some of the data when that, that kind of can show that over the long term and just kind of show them um, in nice graphs where it's uh, nice and visual for them as well. Awesome. Appreciate the uh, shout out to the Logically platform. Yeah. Um, so talking about volatility, we saw a big spike in, in March, right? As an advisor, do you have, did you have a lot of clients coming to you, you know, a little bit worried about what the markets were going to do? Or were you more proactive? Kind of curious to hear 
your strategy in dealing with situations like that? You know, I was pleasantly surprised. And, you know, I, I, I hope the reasoning is it, because we, we talk about this, you know, with the clients all the time of, you know, there is going to be volatility, the, the way, you know, depending on where they are in the cycle, you know, they're going to be either more or less, but um, I was pleasantly surprised. I, you know, I didn't have many clients reaching out to me, you know, kind of freak out mode because the, the market was in freak out mode. Um, so, you know, I, I think everybody, you know, understood that what we're going through is kind of once in a, you know, lifetime type stuff, hopefully. Um, but then, you know, that it came back so quick as well, I think made it a little bit easier. Um, you know, even within my 401k plan business, uh, the amount of participants that kind of reached out for questions was relatively small. Um, so, you know, I, I hope that's part of kind of the education and the reviews of, you know, us talking about that proactively, you know, that there are going to be ups and downs, uh, is even as extreme as that was. So I, I was, um, I was a little bit surprised. Now, the the questions I've gotten since then, I've been I've gotten a ton more on kind of the political side of the election and things. So, you know, as far as a kind of a crazy 2020, the market's falling, then bouncing back. Uh, and I had more questions about the election from, you know, June on, uh, and, you know, especially within the last month as well. So, you know, it, it's, it, it's those, I, I think, events that they see coming, that there's more questions on, and then the events that, you know, you don't really see coming, it, it's just, they're trying to ride through it almost. Uh, but, you know, I, I was fairly proactive of, you know, reaching out to my client base and, you know, sending things and, you know, because I wasn't recommending making any moves that were kind of right out. And so, you know, I, I tried to be as proactive uh, as I could and, you know, over, you know, I guess late March and April and really May, just sent out a, a few different things and saying, yeah, this is what we're seeing. This is what we're doing um, for, and again, for the most part, it was just stay tight and um, pretty much, you know, I, I only had a few clients that, you know, wanted to make a move here and there based on what was going on, but everything else, you know, again, because it's more asset allocation, we're just kind of riding with the flow on the, on the long term. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. That kind of was my next question when it came down to education and communicating this. The, the, sorry. Yeah. That was going to be my next question actually was talking about, you know, the communication with your clients um, and the strategy. So it sounds like you're sending them articles. Is that articles that you're writing yourself or just stuff that you're picking off of like a website and then showing some graphs of their portfolios? No, at, at that time, it was just more reaching out to my, my client base overall with, you know, kind of personal, this is what's, what's going on and this is what I'm seeing. Um, I do write, um, I, those tend to be more, uh, legislation changes, things that can, uh, you know, especially on the planning side, looking at long-term, you know, things, how you could affect your portfolio or, you know, even some of the things that, um, that may happen here with estate planning and things like that. So, um, those are types of things, you know, on my plan side, a lot of it to, to the small businesses is deadlines and things they do need to kind of keep out for, um, but, you know, again, I, I have actually started writing a little bit more, uh, 
the weekly moves within the market, um, again, kind of using some of the data that I can get from your platform. Uh, it's very helpful on that uh, because I, you know, in communication and all is I, I try to touch my clients with some type of thing, at least once a week, once a month um, to let them know that, you know, I'm out there looking at it and making sure, you know, their portfolios are doing the things we, we need them to do. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, we're happy to share. If you post that stuff on LinkedIn as well, we're happy to share um, that content out, uh, you know, if, it, if you're using charts from our platform. Yeah, um, definitely. So, you know, talking, continuing on the topic of, you know, the pandemic, I'm curious, you as the business, uh, you know, obviously things have shifted for us. We were ready to be, you know, we were ready to go to all the conferences we had a very like boots on the ground approach to, to reaching out to advisors early in the year. And that, you know, quickly pivoted. And now we've been doing, you know, all webinars, digital events, the podcasts that we launched, the speaking logically that you're doing right now. Um, I'm curious for you as an advisor, what were you doing beforehand? Were you like coffee, steak dinners, that type of advisor? Or were you already kind of digital to begin with? You know, the, the, with small businesses, more times than not, I, I'm going to their location, uh, you know, meeting with participants at their location. But, you know, even pre-pandemic, I was doing some virtual meetings already. So if they had, you know, participants in, in maybe another state or, um, you know, just somewhere where, or, you know, hours wise, it made sense just to do a video call. Um, but that has obviously just gone 100% that way now. Um, so it it's actually been pretty, I've had a little bit of an uptick of participants actually signing up for one-on-one -on -one meetings to kind of go through planning. Um, I think part of that is they have my calendar so they can just pick a time that, that works for them. So that that's actually gone pretty well. Um, you know, doing the reviews with plan sponsors, you know, that that's worked okay with, you know, Zoom meetings as well. Cause you know, again, we're just going through PowerPoints and, you know, data anyway. So, you know, that that's been okay. Um, meeting new businesses though has been, uh, you know, that, that's been challenging, um, you know, cause you obviously you're not gonna go out and do anything. You're not, you know, <laughs> they don't want you at your their location. Um, so that's been a little bit, and then obviously my, my business is really focused on small business and, um, you know, they've, I, you know, I, yeah, they've been affected more than probably anybody during this pandemic. Uh, so, you know, it, it was real slow there for, uh, four or five months or so, uh, but then that's picked up as I think, you know, some businesses have been allowed to open up again. And um, actually some prospects that I had, you know, pre-pandemic have reached back out. Um, but, you know, cause there was a lot of changes that happened um, with the CARES Act and SECURE Act that had just happened before that. So there was a lot of people reaching out for that kind of data. Um, and those are some of the things that I was actually sending out, you know, pieces that I'd written um, about what I thought about it. So, but, you know, there's a lot of changes and, you know, especially with plans, either assisting exist, to exist or, you know, not doing matches anymore. Um, you know, there, there was 
people reaching out. So how do I do that kind of stuff uh, quite a bit in that world. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's definitely been different, but I, you know, I, I think kind of like everybody else, you, you, you roll with the punches and everybody's like, okay, this is, this is how we have to do it now. So uh, it, you know, it, it, I was, you know, I've been pleasantly surprised in some ways on how adaptable everybody has been uh, with it. Uh, and now, you know, businesses, like I said, it seems to be picking up again. So that's, uh, you know, it'll be a, a Zoom world here for a while. Yeah, definitely. So personally, do you prefer the new world? And do you think you'll kind of stick to the more digital, even if, you know, restrictions let up, you know, we get a vaccine, et cetera? Or are you kind of dying to get back into the, uh, you know, in-person meeting game? You know, it, it's, um, so on the, on the plan side, um, I, you know, I think, like I said, the participants, especially in one-on-one meetings, um, it, it seems to go really well. And again, it, I think it's just the timing of it all. They're not interrupting their work day or they're setting aside the time and not, you know, signing up in a sign-up sheet um, at, at the office. But, um, you know, I, I personally, I do like to meet with the plan sponsors because, you know, e- even with video and everything, there there is communication loss sometimes of, of being in the room and, um, you know, kind of discussion that can kind of come out of, being in a room together. Um, I, you know, my individual clients, I, you know, I actually did, I, I, I miss meeting most of them. Uh, but, you know, it, again, everybody's adapted to the, everybody's got a Zoom account now. And <laughs> so um, it's been fine. And again, you know, the data that I'm showing is, you know, kind of technical and it's, it, it almost shows up better on a screen than it does in paper for a lot of people. Uh, and so I, it's, it, I, again, my, my clients have adapted and I've adapted and, you know, um, I, you know, I, I, I'm sure I'll be happy when the, the coffee meeting start again. Although I, I, you know, I'm down here in Texas and surprisingly I went to Starbucks the other day and there was a lot of meetings happening. So I guess people are going to go about it one way or the other. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I mean, and it's kind of difficult to navigate around comfortability, right? Cause some people are like super comfortable to go and do socially distanced with mass or like have a coffee meeting. Right. And then other people, you know, for fair reasons um, are much more isolated and, and choose to be. So it's like, how do you, in a business setting, how do, how do you navigate that? Um, sometimes can be difficult, right? Yeah, you know, I, the meetings that I've had, I just kind of brought it up jokingly. It was like, uh, I mean, are we, are we wearing masks or what, what are we doing here? Um, because I, you know, I have actually met a few people, you know, at a, at a coffee shop and we sat outside and, you know, I, I felt okay with that. And I think they felt okay with that, but, you know, Again, I, I, small businesses going to their places, um, you know, that's kind of been most of them have, uh, like, we can just do a phone meeting and, you know, that's fine as well. Uh, but um, yeah, you, you, I, I have found that uh, making, making a little joke here and there helps because <laughs> it's, you know, everybody is kind of on edge with it. So, you know, I just want to make sure everybody's comfortable. 
Yeah, of course, a little humor never uh, never hurts to to develop it, right? Um, so when you were talking about you know showing some of the more technical stuff on screen, is that something that you've been using logically for? And and I'm curious what tools or visuals you've kind of been using when you're talking with your clients. You know, it kind of depends on the type of portfolio, but you know, some of the things that, that I really like to show um, are the with some of the tabs that you have within the the portfolio analysis, uh, the contribution of risk and performance of what actually security is providing the most performance. You know, where is it actually coming from? I think that was kind of eye opening to um, to a lot of my clients. That I've, I've done that with so far uh you know it's and i have I've used lots of tools through the years but it's always been kind of hard to show that uh i can more i have to speak to it versus kind of show to it because a lot of the the data is uh wasn't there basically um yeah, i mean you could do it by hand but a lot of the the softwares weren't quite up to that and then the risk part of that, you know, kind of the opposite side of that, um, you know, where in your portfolio is is really the, the risk coming from. Um, and, I, you know, when we're having that asset allocation conversation of why we do that, that that little graph there is great because, you know, the reason we're doing those asset allocation is to spread that around. Um, so, you know, those are, I, you know, I don't try to get too, too technical, you know, obviously it depends on the client of, and what they're comfortable with and what, you know, um, is kind of how far I'll go with that. But that's been really helpful to kind of show that then, you know, I like the, the I don't even remember what tab it's under now. I think it's under the risks tab, but um, showing the annual drawdowns over time within any given year of what actually happens, uh, even though it might have been a, a 13% year, but within that year, there was also a 20% drawdown. So, you know, so people can see how that happens even within a year, um, I think is, a, is good data to, for them to see. And then I have found that the scenarios page kind of showing what their portfolio has done through all kind of the crazies in the market over the last 20 years uh, really does kind of help give them perspective on how wild sometimes those swings. And, you know, what I'm trying to do is be less risky than, than your kind of your baseline. So. Um, you know, to show that how that worked, you know, in a boom, in a bust, um, it seems to really, you know, kind of resonate with them. Excellent. Um, so I think that that covers pretty much what I wanted to talk about. We, we got about, you know, 20, 25 minutes worth of content. Um, is there anything else that you wanted to talk about? No, I, I just kind of figured this is what we do. Just kind of walk through what we do and how we do it. So yeah, yeah that works for me. Yeah, that's perfect. Um, awesome. Well, Jacob, thanks for coming on. Um, appreciate your feedback and you know praise for our Logically platform. Uh, awesome to hear your story of how you've managed you know handling small business clients throughout the pandemic. Um, we really appreciate you coming on the podcast. And uh, for those who are interested in getting in touch with Jacob, uh, you can reach out to him, uh, Jacob at 9minvestments.com. Is that correct? 
uh, 9M Investments LLC.com uh, is the, the website, and then the email is Jacob at 9M Investments LLC.com. Okay, excellent. Um, and for those who are interested in the Logically platform, you can go ahead and go to logically.finance and you can request a free trial. Also, all of our podcast episodes are available on the website there. Uh, we also have a YouTube channel now, so you can check out some of the uh, podcast episodes, videos that we put out as well through there um, or on your favorite streaming platforms. So we're on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, you name it, we have our podcast on there. Uh, thanks again, guys, for listening. And Jacob, thanks again for coming on. Oh, no problem. Thanks for having me.